This is Good Better Broker, a podcast from UWM. Any seasoned mortgage broker can handle a loan by themselves. But is that really the best use of their time? In this episode of Good Better Broker, we take a deep dive on the importance of delegation. You'll hear from two highly successful brokers who have built an assembly line for their loan process and are reaping the benefits in a big way. Episode 9 of Good Better Broker is coming up. This information is provided to mortgage professionals only and is not intended for or authorized for consumer distribution. The views expressed by guests are their own and do not necessarily represent the views of United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast series do not constitute legal or other professional advice or endorsements of any kind. Welcome back to Good Better Broker. Let's bring in Jake Deegan. He is the president and CEO of Simplify Home Loans out of Utah. Jake, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me, Justin. So you've been in the business for a while, and there are lots of different things that you've done well to get to the point that you're at. But for you, the biggest key comes down to delegating. Why is delegation such a huge part of your success, Jake? So, you know, at the end of the day, as uh, you know, I've been in the business, like you said, quite some time, just over 20 years now. And, you know, uh, in the genesis of my career as a loan officer, I realized there are so many things to do, uh, you know, when you start a mortgage process from, you know, from when you initially uh, speak to a prospect to all the way to when the transaction is funded. And, Basically, there is no way to duplicate yourself, right? There's uh, there's no invention, as far as I'm aware, that you can clone yourself and uh, and uh, expand the amount that you're able to do in a given day. So the only way to be able to truly grow and expand upon your capabilities, and you know the amount of business you do, really it comes down to delegating those tasks to others that you've trained and onboarded to be able to take care of those things that allows you to grow and focus on the you know different aspects of your business and ultimately just to be able to grow and to do more business fundamentally. I want you to tell our listeners why this became necessary for you, Jake, because you, you've been the top producing loan officer when it comes to VA loans five years in a row. Uh, that's, that's by Scotsman Guide. That's not by us. Uh, so that, that should give you an idea of, of just uh, how much production Jake has done. But how did you come up with this? You know, why did this become something that was really necessary as you look to continue to grow your business? So, uh, you know, my passion, my love for the mortgage industry uh, and, and being a broker in general, you know, I love originating loans. I love being the architect of the loan and showing my client, whether it's a purchase or a refinance, how I can make their after better than their before, right? And so, you know, that's that's where, really where my love for this business comes from. Now, you know, of course, that is an aspect of this business to, you know, be setting up loans that way. Um, however, there are lots of other aspects to the business. You know, you've got to, um, you know, you have to gather documents, you have to give status updates to your clients, you're providing good customer service, submit loans to process, you know, submit loans to processing, get them registered, locked, disclosed, clear conditions, submit to underwriting, get them cleared to close, set up closing, etc. There's there's so many tasks from start to finish that need to be done. And, you know, quite frankly, we only have so many hours in a given day. And so, if me as a loan officer, if I am 
you know, if I am required to do all of those steps from start to finish, then, you know, I can only do so many physically, I can only do so many loans in a given day, week, month, year. And so, uh, you know, after a few years in this business, I started to realize that like, okay, you know, there very much is a ceiling to this, that, you know, I want to continue to grow and expand and do more and more business. But I have the physical limitation of time. That's the one thing we cannot buy. And so, you know, I really dissected the mortgage process and identified, okay, what are the things that I love to do that I enjoy doing? And, you know, as a loan officer that I legally have to do to, you know, to ensure that this mortgage process uh, goes through properly. And so I really dissected that and I looked at that and, you know, imagine if a mortgage process is a hundred different tasks and if I'm required to do, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80, and some, you know, uh, shops, a hundred of out of a hundred tasks, well, I'm not going to be able to duplicate that process very many times. And so what I did is I really dissected that, you know, hundred step process in this example and identified, okay, I really only need to do these first 10 steps. After these first 10 steps, yes, there's another 90 steps that still need to be completed, but I can train and I can show others, I can build a team to do these other 90 steps. And in doing so, essentially what I've done is I've just 10 times myself, because why? If I now only have to focus on those first 10 steps, well, one, I be, it becomes very much repetitive. And so I can master that segment of the process. Um, but I also, because my time has been freed up so much and all those other tasks are being delegated to you know my other team members, and I can focus on those 10, I can do so many more, you know, I can do just so much more business. I can do a lot more loans. I can focus a lot more of my time on prospecting and setting up loans. And if I can rinse and repeat and do that, you know, frequently throughout the day, week, month, and year, it ultimately is going to result in, uh, in increased business. So essentially what you've got set up now, and, and these are your words, you've got an assembly line. Uh, as far as your your entire loan process goes, how do you describe to people the way this assembly line works as far as your structure goes? Yeah, so you know uh, every transaction is a little bit different, but you know as far as our uh, assembly line, uh, it really starts with the you know mortgage loan originator, the loan officer. You know, again, like I said, they're the architect. They're the ones putting together the plan for the borrower or buyer. You know, and uh, you know which lender it goes to, the interest rate, the closing cost, the loan amount. You know, uh, all of that is being set up, if you will, by the mortgage loan originator. Once all of that is set up, think of it like an order form, you know, just like going to a restaurant, you, you know, you, the, uh, uh, the waiter or waitress takes your order, right? Uh, think of it like that, that the loan officer is the one that puts together the order. Once that order is set up, it's then passed on. It's not like the waiter or the waitress, you know, then goes back in the kitchen and starts cooking things. That's not how it works. You know, they take that order and they have their own quote unquote production line or assembly line, if you will, that creates the food, creates the, you know, the dish and eventually it comes back out. Well, essentially we've done that same thing. It starts with the loan officer who structures the transaction that, you know, I really call them the architect because that's what they are. They draw out the plans. 
here's what it needs to look like. Here's what it, you know, how it needs to act. Uh, and in the case of mortgages, you know, like I said, the loan amount, the interest rate, closing costs, uh, you know, escrows waived or not, et cetera. Once that's all set up, it literally gets passed on to another set of another department. We have multiple departments in our organization and it moves along just like, you know, Henry Ford invented the assembly line to, you know, uh, to manufacture, you know, to mass manufacture automobiles. We've tried to take that same approach with the mortgage loan process. So it goes from the architect, AKA the loan officer, it goes to another team, at that point, they, you know, we have a quality control, just checks their work, so to speak. You know, then we have another team that registers locks and discloses. And then it goes to another team that um, handles initial orders of appraisal, title, if it's a refinance, payoff, et cetera. You know, and then after that, it moves to another team that works with uh, getting the loan submitted to underwriting and working with the underwriter to clear conditions and get the loan cleared to close. And then, you know, of course, uh, after that, the transaction is complete. And so, so that's a very quick 10,000 foot view of how our assembly line works, but it truly is that it is an assembly line where the loan gets passed from one team to another before it's finally complete. Well, we, uh, we're here in the motor city, Jacob. So, or Jake, sorry. So uh, we, we definitely love the, uh, the, the, the reference to Henry Ford. Uh, <laughs> so that was, that was very kind of you. Uh, I got to ask you though, this setup that you have, what, is required both for you and for your team because to do this the way that your company is doing it it obviously involves relinquishing control so what does this require for you and the team at simplify home loans so it requires really two big things and you touched on it justin uh you know very well that you know the biggest reason that i find that other companies loan officers brokerages you know don't embrace kind of more of an assembly line type of uh, mentality like we have is it is the giving up of control you know a lot of loan officers they have the mentality that okay you know uh, no one else is going to be able to do those other 90 steps as well as me and i don't want to lose a loan i don't want to lose a referral partner you know i i don't want to miss out you know i don't want to you know, mess this up because if I do, then it's going to have dire consequences. And so that is probably the biggest struggle that a loan officer or a broker has is uh, you do have to give up that control and you don't necessarily have to give up the oversight, but you do have to give up that you're going to be the one doing that. Now, keep in mind, it's probably an accurate statement that no one is going to be able to do it as well as you as the loan officer or broker. You've been doing, you know, you've probably been in the business longer. You have more experience. You know how it is, you know, inside and out. But if you can train someone to do it almost as well as you can, well, like I said, it is a massive investment that pays dividends because like I mentioned in, earlier in the segment, uh, you duplicate, you effectively duplicate yourself by doing that. So that's the number one thing that you have to do is you do have to give up that that idea of, con- you have to give up that control that you're not going to be the one doing it. The second thing is tracking. You're going to have to uh, you know, document your processes and you're going to have to track 
all of these other team members to ensure that they're effectively carrying out all of those other tasks because it does no good to bring someone on and yeah you're going to do these you know these other 90 tasks so you know here's a loan have a nice you know have a nice day hopefully you do good because then you are going to you know end up in a situation where you know it doesn't get submitted right it doesn't get locked right it doesn't get disclosed right something goes wrong and in the mortgage industry above you know uh, many many other industries a you know an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure and so you want to make sure it's done right and so you have to document your processes and you have to have tracking in place to ensure that these other team members that you have delegated these responsibilities are doing it like i said at least uh, you know kind of my mindset is can someone else do it at least at 80% of the level that I can? If I can achieve that with someone else, then that is a task worth worth delegating. Well, you guys certainly have a well-oiled machine over there at Simplify Home Loans, and we appreciate you letting us have a look under the hood. Jake Deegan from Simplify Home Loans, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you again, Justin. Are you a retail loan officer or mortgage banker looking for a career change that will give you more flexibility, speed, and earning potential? Our team of experts at BeAMortgageBroker.com can help you make the switch to wholesale. Get started today at BeAMortgageBroker.com. All right, my next guest is Nancy Bayett. She is a vice president and branch manager with eMortgage Capital out of Orange County, California. Nancy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Justin. So 22 years in the business for you, you have funded $4 billion in your career, which is just an unbelievable number. And no doubt, Nancy, you can do it all. You can self-process all those things, but that's not the way you choose to run your business. So tell us as a producing branch manager, what is your strategy when it comes to making your business as efficient as possible? Automation. I mean, we're living in a time of, you know, technology's key, and I just try to automate the system as much as possible. Um, I look for the best use of time with with each team member and uh, try to implement automation all the way through. It's like an assembly line. All right. So you said the best use of time for each team member that you have. So clearly, delegation is big for you. Why is that important part, an important part of your setup as an independent mortgage broker? It's it's critical. I mean, that's how we scale. Um, sure, I can self-process, you know, I can use processor assist and do all of that. But the best use of my time is uh, helping my team members grow and being in front of my clients asking for referrals. So that's what I choose to do. And I kind of almost force <laughs> every teammate to kind of follow that that suit. Uh, time blocking is also super important. So throughout my day, I have you know a set time when I can help team members. And then I have a set time when I call my clients back. I have a set time when I originate. I have a set time when I reach out to real estate partners. And I time block my entire week that way. Like if I, you know, if I don't have lunch blocked out, I'm not eating lunch. All right. Well, I'm glad you blocked out time for us uh, to do this interview. <laughs> Clearly, you're very regimented, but I want to I want to dig deeper into what you just said as far as, you know, the different roles that people have in your company. Um, walk us through that. You know, who's responsible for what at each step of the loan process? Yeah, sure. So I have a team of originators that originate the calls for us and ask for documentation, initial steps. Then I have a team of my, you know, senior 
producing LOs that get those uh, appointments set where they basically just pitch the client. They already have a full package. It's ready for submission. They give them a few options and find the best one that suits the client's needs. And then they submit the file uh, to our junior processor that'll then import to UWM, run AUS, send out disclosures. The LO gets notified, hey, disclosures have gone out. They contact the client or send them an email saying, this is how you complete the disclosures. Once that happens, Tylenol and escrow get ordered by that same junior processor, and it goes into processing. The processor handles it from there on out. Um, the LO only handles the lock. Processor handles everything else. Then I have a back-end junior processor that will handle all VOEs, payoffs, um, verifications of employment, and uh, EOIs. And from there, we're at closing. Wow. There, there it is, folks. You just laid it all out for you. Tell me, Nancy, as a leader, how do you figure it out? You know, when you're looking at your people, uh, different team members that you have, how do you go about figuring out what is the best use of each individual's time? Well, for, let's, let's take processing, for example. You know, a, a, a lot of companies I've worked for in the past, processors have ordered verifications of employment and payoffs and things like that. But that's not the best use of their time, right? A senior processor needs to be pushing conditions, someone who's personable and good with clients as well because they contact the clients and uh, clearing conditions with underwriting. Maybe, you know, an underwriter asks for a condition that's already there. So the best use of my processor's time or my senior processor's time isn't to be on the phone getting payoffs, VOEs and things like that. That's more of an admin job. Uh, So I have an admin person who does that. And I keep my processors on the phones and with underwriting and clearing conditions, getting the loan to the finish line. So finding the best use of everyone's time, it becomes crucial, right? Sure, we can all do it all, but what can you do best? You mentioned automation right off the top of the show. I want to ask you, what role does technology play in this? You know, especially with uh, this this very uh, defined setup you have for, for each person in your company. It's huge. It's huge. We use a, a CRM as our pipeline management tool that is separate from the CRM that I use for my salespeople in originations. Um, it's called PipeDrive. It's it's really cool. Um, it's a per seat uh, charge, but it's totally worth it. We have over 400 loans in it. So instead of, you know, conventionally, what would happen is the LO would contact the processor. Where are we at with this file? There's none of that. Like I don't, processing doesn't, processing can only contact the LOs. The LOs can't contact processing because I want them to use the system. Um, so they're, they just basically just don't answer the phone. Um, it's kind of like Instagram in a way where you at mention each other and you ask the questions there. So imagine like a huge conversation log that happens on every single file. And um, we can see the process all the way through. I can see how many days it was in each queue. Um, if it was in, you know, submitted for three days, I know something's wrong. The file's approved because it's at UWM. So someone dropped the ball and it's really easy to see who that person is and whether they need more training or, you know, find out what happened. It's really easy to kind of figure that out being that we're fully remote. Um, I have 60 people working fully remotely and I can manage it all on this system. So it's very, very crucial. You know, you've been in the business a while, so you know that, you know, a lot of loan originators, a lot of mortgage brokers, they are very hesitant to give up control. They, oh, they yeah. want to do it all themselves. And the reason sure. being, they don't want something to get messed up. They feel right. as though that's the best way to make sure things get done their way. But when you and I spoke previously, you had a really great line uh, and it talked about scalability. And, and I think what you said was you have to let go to grow. And that's right. something you really believe strongly in, Right. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. We can all, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Um, sure. I can, you know, outwork the competition. I'm still not going to be able to scale unless I have an assistant, right? The, the, the famous uh, rule is, you know, if you don't have an assistant, you are the assistant, right? So if I don't have someone doing that work for me, I'm doing it myself. And, and, and the same is true in, in every aspect of life. So in order to scale, what do I do best, right? For me, it's whether I'm, you know, networking in front of my clients, asking for referrals, asking for more business. I don't need to sit there and fill in the application, right? There's automation for that. I can send them a, a digital application. I can get one of my originators to take the application and gather all the stipulations. So, you know, finding that best use of time again is huge. And that's the only way you can scale. That's how I all do, right. you know, the, the, the business that I do. It's not that I'm sitting there typing in an application all day. You brought me to my, my next point. And I want to ask you for your advice. What, what is your message for other LOs out there, other independent mortgage brokers in the industry uh, who are looking to kind of adopt a similar philosophy that you have when it comes to delegation? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, letting go is, it's been a process for me too, right? We're control freaks. No, no one can do it as good as I can. And sure, they, they might not be able to, but you're still staying in front of your clients through automation. So they still know that it's you. I'm copied on every single email. So if I need to step in, if something's, you know, I see is wrong, I can still step in and correct it. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's critical. It's the only way that you can do it. Nancy Bayette, Vice President and Branch Manager from eMortgage Capital. Thank you so much for joining us. Really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. And look for another new episode coming your way two weeks from now with more expert advice from independent mortgage brokers around the country. I'm Justin White. We'll see you next time on Good Better Broker.